0: This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. The oh! Aaron oh
1: my
0: Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Watch. rising again. Why Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the human torch. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. Hey, welcome everyone. It is Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli here with you, as is Jake Chapman, co-host, radio producer for this here program. And we are geared up for another Magic basketball game tonight. It's the Magic and the Milwaukee Bucks, 630 right here on the Magic Radio Network, 630 on Fox Sports Florida. Texas, very unkind to the Orlando Magic. Uh, back-to-back losses to the Houston Rockets and the Dallas Mavericks. A barrage of threes. You had 36 from Tim Hardaway Jr. I can still see all of those points in my sleep. A lot of good looks from three for Tim Hardaway. And 29 for Trey Burke. A Severely undermanned Maverick team against a severely undermanned Magic team. And a couple of guys stepped up in a big way for Dallas. So now Orlando 6-4, and four, and they set their sights on the Milwaukee Bucks who are also Six and four. Milwaukee just one and three against teams with winning records this year, but they are the best offensive team in the NBA. No surprise, over 120 points per game, and it's a rematch of last year's postseason where the Magic got knocked out by the Milwaukee Bucks. Four games to one. uh, Milwaukee officially ending Orlando's season last year. Also, one more note the return of DJ Augustine, who spent his last four years in a Magic uniform, more games in Orlando than with any other team. I know he certainly considered this home, and I know he's certainly excited to return uh, and show everyone here in Central Florida what they're missing. I know he'll be excited for that. So it should be a good one, but hopefully an opportunity for the Magic to bounce back. All that being said, I don't know that any of that ranks anywhere in the top 50 for this man. Jake Chapman right now, who is riding high, okay, sure, it would be enough for one human being just to tolerate or just to be geared up for his Ohio State Buckeyes in the national championship game here tonight. That alone would have you excited. However, his Cleveland Browns, for the first time in 79 years, have won a playoff game. (laughs) You did it, Jake. What? No, seriously, 18 years. It's been an incredible run. Congratulations. How are you feeling Right now,
1: Jake. Well, 18 years since we were in the playoffs, uh, I was That's 10 right. years old. It's been 26. 26 years. It was Bill Belichick, your, your, your pal. And I remember that game. So I do remember
0: I. being crushed when we lost that game.
1: Parcells and the Patriots. And I was 10. That was 94. And then um, in the second round, the Steelers wiped us out. And then yeah, in the rest of my lifetime, we played one playoff game, and the Steelers wiped us out. And so not only did it feel amazing – to go up twenty-eight nothing and to to advance and now we get a shot at Kansas City and with all the things that the Browns have been dealing with Browns fans over the last thirty years, whatever uh, to do it against the Steelers was was outstanding and and Chris Collinsworth said it great. We went up twenty-eight nothing and on the telecast he says and he's a uh, Cincinnati Bengal. He knows Browns fans and our psyches well. He said the crazy thing is nobody in Cleveland is comfortable right now. And he <laughs> nailed it twenty-eight nothing. I was like, okay, here it comes. Here comes the barrage. And we just knew we had to withstand it. And um, when, when Chubb popped the, the screen pass and put us up to 42, I finally started to feel a little bit confident. But, again, same thing as last week, D, until there were four zeros on that clock, uh, I was not comfortable that we were moving on. So, But it was a great night. How about that?
0: I, it was it Taki Taki? Who was the guy that made the interception the at the end? Taki Taki. Tony Taki. Well, I, I bet even then, were you remotely comfortable until then? Until that last fourth interception?
1: Yeah, no, 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 I wasn't like that. That was the nail in the coffin. But even still, um, man, it, when you watch as many terrible football games as we've watched, then you just expect them to figure out a way to lose. It's just the the psyche of being a Browns fan. But we're starting to turn that around. It's awesome. Now, well, I'm you know it? now I'm greedy. Bring on the well, team. That's, oh. that's the thing. And that, that's what happened to us uh, in New England. I mean, 2002,
0: and it, it changed the tide, that first win off the foot of Adam Vinatieri. Because until then, as you mentioned, the, uh, Drew Bledsoe, Bill Parcells losing in Cleveland. Yep. Uh, that was one of a long line of miserable playoff losses for the New England Patriots until they finally broke through. And now when they broke through, no one remembers all the misery and all right. that. And I remember thinking, as you are thinking right now, if I can just get one Super Bowl, I will never ask for anything else ever again. And you do, you want more. <laughs> but, so you were happy to make it. You were happy to win. And now you want more, but I can give us a sense of the Chapman family and the feeling in Cleveland after pulling off this win.
1: Well, it was funny because I've got, I had numerous different group chats, right? My dad, my cousin, my dad, my mom, and my sister, my buddies from high school, whatever. And, and they're all sort of overlapping. And in the second half, When Ben started points on the board, we all just went quiet. Like everybody was afraid to say anything. Literally every (laughs) chat I had was quiet. And then I was asking him, and everybody was saying the exact same thing. Like we were all too worried and too scared to eat. We thought we were going to jinx it with a text message for crying out loud. Of course,
0: of course you did.
1: You know that's how how into it you are. And so uh, from Cleveland to Philly, I've got family all over the place that are Browns fans. I've got family that are Steelers fans. Actually, Um, it was. It really, I don't know, it was, it was on par with when the Cavs won the championship in 2016. I know that's weird to say, but uh, the Browns just mean so much up there, D. And, and we're all Browns fans. And, you know, Cavs fans are, they kind of came and went with LeBron. It's a, yep. a little bit more of a fair weather thing, I guess. Um, but we've been diehards for this crappy football team for so long um, <laughs> that it felt awesome.
0: Well, it was a great story, and everybody touched on it all game. Just all everything that was overcome, with Stefanski being gone, although some said he was in disguise and in the stadium. <laughs> I saw that guy. Some great memes. I mean so just the internet is unbelievable. But you know, without Stefanski and then you have what 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 did Baker Mayfield said he met his lineman in the locker room that night yeah. before the game. So everything that was overcome it's a great story. It was it really was a terrific story and nobody there isn't anyone outside of Pittsburgh in the terrible towel waving crew that feels bad for Pittsburgh. I don't think there's anybody that wanted the Steelers to win that game. So it's a great story all the way around,
1: really. And Steelers fans are—I mean—they're everywhere. Like it's—it's it's such a huge fanbase. Oh, they're they've awful for so—they're awful. And sometimes they're awful. I Yes, gonna, you know, Frankie Glover is not awful. I'm not. No, that's that. true.
0: They're great. They're good people, but they're obnoxious about their Steelers. You get, they, as they, most they fans a,
1: are. They have the right to be right. They're—they've been so good you. for so long. They're spoiled. Sure. And I and I do like I was texting my cousin, my other cousin who's a Steelers fan, and I was, and he was just like, you know what, like you guys have earned this. <laughs> he sort of just <laughs> yes, said, go ahead and yes. take it. Um, so it was, it was crazy, man. It was a fun night.
0: And the cool thing is you got your Ohio state Buckeyes tonight. And then I know you've looked ahead, obviously, because around three or four o'clock on Sunday, no magic game. So you are free to sit there like you were last night and watch the Cleveland Browns and the Kansas city chiefs. And I can't wait. And I, Listen, nobody's going to be nobody's going to feel bad if Kansas City gets knocked out either. So you're, you're kind of the lovable, you know, the the the, the fan favorites here. I, we I think should be
1: America's team. Let's go! America, I think so, right? Let's not get carried away.
0: America's <laughs> team, the Orlando Magic, back in action here tonight, Jake. And it, uh, Texas was not kind to this team, and it was not kind because of the barrage of three pointers that Houston and Dallas uh, heaved upon this Magic team. Two teams that were struggling. The Magic went there and immediately made both of them right unfortunately, but the magic were undermanned dealing with injuries of their own. And then we find out, you know, we knew going into it that, that things had been dicey with the COVID situation with the Dallas Mavericks, three players had to be left in Denver to quarantine one had it Two because of contact tracing had to be left there. And then we find out Maxi Kleba, uh, con, you know, contracted COVID. So they've shut everything down as far as Dallas goes practice facility. The game is canceled for tonight. Uh, the Mavericks and the Pelicans. So, so they're taking extra precaution, uh, in fact, another cancellation tomorrow, the Celtics and the Bulls. So there's four teams that have been hit with it. Uh, Magic just played the Mavericks, and they're dealing with it. Next up will be the Celtics, and they've been nailed with it. So, so we'll see if that game will even be played or pushed back or, or whatever. But it just was a, a lot thrown at this team. And I, I, it's just you're midway through the third quarter, you're able to overcome it. And you have a lead by six. And, and then Tim, Tim Hardaway Jr. just caught fire after that.
1: Yeah, between Hardaway Jr. and Trey, Trey – Burke in the first half and then Hardaway Jr. in okay, the let second me, half. Okay, let me tell you
0: this, though. Let me tell – I know Trey Burke hurts us. I personally – me, Dante Marcatelli, know Trey Burke is a problem and he can get it going and he can shoot it well and he has two 30-point games in two different uniforms. We need to guard that guy. If I know it, then you bet Steve Clifford knows it and you bet he made that point to his team. How was he so wide open all night?
1: You think you think Steve was a little a little annoyed <laughs> in the first step? You know what? I, but I was there's thinking about something this to work on. Something yeah, there's to work so on, many new. <laughs> you're still missing the cutoff, man. There's so many new faces, and and they, I know, and they're so unfamiliar with each other. I mean, I think it's about communication defensively, but it's also like who is the guy next to me? I mean, it's almost like Baker meeting yeah, his, his sure. left guard before the game starts. Um, yeah. and so and it's not an excuse, but I do think when you see those like head scratching miscommunications and, and, and breakdowns on defense. You know, a lot of those can be um, explained away by the fact that these guys are getting used to playing with each other. And some of these guys are getting used to playing in the league period. You know, that's some very inexperienced guys. Um, But with that said, you know, I think like, I sort of uh, at least appreciated the fact that on Saturday, it felt like there was a lot more focus and attention to detail than we saw on Friday. Like the Dallas, the Houston game got away quickly And that's how you got the 30-second post-game press conference from Cliff. Um, He said, we got a lot of effort players who didn't give enough effort tonight. And at the very least, on Saturday night, I think you saw they were locked into the game plan. There were, yes, there were times um, where there were those breakdowns. But I, I felt a lot better about what we saw on Saturday, if nothing else.
0: Yeah, Aaron was playing his tail off on uh, on Luka Doncic. Yeah. I thought they did great defensively on him. He was, you know, he had 10 points at halftime. He almost had a triple double, but but you know, he didn't he didn't kill you with the scoring 20 points. He, he picked you apart a little bit with his playmaking, 10 assists and 11 rebounds, his second triple double. He, season, had, a, he but, had a
1: bad game and he had a triple double, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought we he did a good s- job on him, and then he looked up he has a triple
0: double. He shot seven for twenty. We did a terrific job containing them, but he still got a triple double. And you look at but you look at Trey Burke, eleven for thirteen. And I think to me the problem yeah, and yeah, Guys get a little, you know. You're learning this. You're learning your schemes. And Dwayne Bacon even said earlier today, uh, our problem has been our help coverage. At some point, you know, if one guy's on an island and he's going to get beat out beyond the three point line, the help has to be there. And and sometimes we're just standing around. And he he admitted as much. And I'm sure that's infuriating to Magic head coach Steve Clifford because I know he has he has them prepared and he puts a game plan together and he expects them to follow it. So uh, they 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 just got to come together on that. We're ten games in. There's a lot of teams that are trying to feel things out you this is unprecedented you're dealing with covid you're dealing with injuries you're dealing with a short off season there's so many obstacles thrown at these teams but i think a little more attention to detail and a little bit better three-point shooting jake we got to figure something out six of 31 from beyond the arc and you struggled in houston made just 10 threes uh they got to find a way to to, to come together here and, and knock down these open shots that they're getting we, we know the knock has been over the years they don't have a ton of shooters and You already don't have Evan Fournier, you don't have Michael Carter-Williams, so you're down two playmakers and you're down one of your best shooters. Uh, So that puts a lot of pressure on Vooch, so it's still amazing that he's able to do what he can do, but somebody's got to step up and help Vooch. You can't have these off-shooting nights uh, if they're going to win. That being said, they're going through quite a gauntlet right now. You, You went to Houston, you went to Dallas, you come home and play Milwaukee, then you got two at Boston and one at Brooklyn. I mean, this is a heck of a heck of a stretch Right now for the Magic, but uh, you got to find a way to knock down shots, and they have to communicate better from uh, defensively beyond the perimeter.
1: Yeah, and offensively, like I, I think they just got to keep doing what they're doing. You, you've got to trust that you're if you work the offense, you're going to get good looks, and then you got to knock them down. And there, are, you know, there are times where they're forcing shots, but to me, they're just kind of missing missing the opportunities that they're looking for. Um, that inside-out game, you know, you want to make sure that you're you're pumping the ball into the paints in one way or another, either dribble driving uh, or dumping the ball down to Gordon or Vooch or whoever. Um, But you you just got to keep snapping that ball around, like we always say, and trust that when you get a good look, it's going to fall. Sometimes you're going to have those shooting nights like we saw the other night, but um, you can't get discouraged. And again, you know, you got some new faces in there and the confidence cannot dip. You have to, if if you're there and you have the look, you got to pull it. Um, So I think that'll, you know, I think that worm will turn eventually, uh, but they just got to trust the offense.
0: Well, Vuc, he had 24 shots in the last game. I want him to get 40 tonight. You need to ride Nick Vucevic. And, and And the strategy might even be for Milwaukee to let him get 40 whatever. We're, we're just going to take it away from everybody else. But this team does let you shoot the three. Uh, they're the highest scoring team in the NBA, so you have to score to stay with them. Uh, but they will give you looks. look. So if they can turn it around in home, you know, at home in front of the fans, uh, back, you know, we we'll try to get some home cooking here tonight. Hopefully they can knock down some shots and, and give Milwaukee a run. Monday, January 18th is the day we come together to proudly honor the life and legacy of civil rights leader, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., In his honor, we offer you an opportunity to stand with Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer, his MLK Commission, and the city to denounce racism and discrimination. Standing shoulder-to-shoulder united, we ask you to join us in signing the Orlando Community Pledge. Visit orlandomagic.com slash walkwithus to sign today. I signed that pledge myself, and I encourage you to do that. This is a a terrific cause, and uh, we're way late to the game in doing it, but it's here now, and, and hopefully we can start to... you know start to turn the tide on this thing so orlandomagic.com slash walk with us we encourage you to do that magic and bucks tonight we'll be back to magic drive time here in just a moment
1: this is aaron gordon of the orlando magic it's time to get ready for tonight's game with magic drive time Welcome back, everyone, to Magic
0: Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. The Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles reminds you that texting and driving is against the law, and it could have deadly consequences. Remember, put it down and focus on driving, especially if you're coming to the game tonight. You're listening to this program. If you have your phone in your hands, put it down. Do not text while you are driving. We want you to arrive alive and for the safety of of you and everyone else On the road tonight, the Magic are taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. We expect Giannis Adedikumo to be back in the lineup, although we get nothing from the Milwaukee Bucks by way of injuries, and that comes from head coach Mike Budenholzer. He's the best in the NBA at that. I don't know if there's a coach other than Pop, and he comes from Pop that that goes out of their way to tell you as little as Coach Bud.
1: Well, Spolschuk. Yeah, true.
0: That's true. Uh, right we're that's we're, making,
1: we're starting to rack up quite the yes, list here. I think it's it's kind of taken over, isn't it? OKC. I don't even know the guy's last name. Dagnalt. Dagnalt. How yeah. do I say it? Yeah, that's name. right. No, it's, it, it's pervasive now, and it's what. It's, it, blame your guy. I think it's a Belichick thing. It's a Belichick and Popovich it thing. Might uh, it might be. It might be. Manipulate the rules as much well, as possible. Well, it's permeated
0: the NBA, and unfortunately, we have no exactly. information as far as injuries on the Milwaukee nope. Bucks. But we are, you know, for Giannis, it was rest, so we expect him to be back here yep. tonight. Uh, the, that, that would be my. Assumption, And we'll get you our injury report brought to you by Advent Health, official team physicians of the Orlando Magic. No idea. We'll all be surprised if anyone's injured for Milwaukee. That's the way they want to play it. For the Magic, no Al Farouk Aminu, no Jonathan Isaac, no Markel Fultz. We know that. Still no Chuma Okiki, no Michael Carter-Williams, and no Evan Fournier, who will not be able to go again here tonight. This back spasms thing is no joke, Jake. Uh, he's got to get it right. So I, I certainly think he's doing the right thing by not forcing it. If he can't play, don't play. Uh, there's a difference between being injured or hurt. If, you're, ho- or if right. you're hurt, we want you to play through it if you can. And But if you're injured and you're going to make it worse, don't play. But he's close. He's gone out there. He's tried it a couple of times. He just can't get this thing right.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, what do you do, right? It's it, You can only rest sure. and you can do your your rehab, but it's one of those things. It's not You can't really put a date on it. Um, so, if, you know, as – As fans and as broadcasters and as uh, people associated with the Magic, you just cross your fingers and hope you get them back because Lord knows they need them.
0: We certainly do. Let's take a look at our lineups. Our game day matchup is brought to you by Fairwinds. Visit fairwinds.org to get your official Orlando Magic credit or debit card for the Magic. They will start again like they did uh, the last game in Dallas. Cole Anthony, James Ennis, Dwayne Bacon, Aaron Gordon, and Nick Vucevic um Jay, so that will be the starting five for the Orlando Magic James Ennis making his first start of the game uh first start of the season last game in Dallas and for the Milwaukee Bucks we are assuming it will be Drew Holiday Dante DiVincenzo Chris Middleton Giannis Antetokounmpo and brooke Lopez and I tell you what what a find Dante DiVincenzo has turned into a, a great first round pick we know a couple years ago he's coming coming into his own a little bit this year uh shooting 47% from distance he's given them quite a lift Uh, They're the second-best three-point percentage in the NBA, second-best field goal percentage in the NBA. No one scores more points per game than these guys. It all starts with Giannis Adetokounmpo, but if you take the ball out of his hands, DiVincenzo knocking down shots, the addition of Drew Holiday, who's averaging 15 points per game. And I don't know that anyone is playing better on that team right now than Chris Middleton. 23 points per game, and he's 56% from the floor, 51% from three. He's a handful.
1: Yeah, it's a well constructed team. I think they're. I think. I think they made the right moves. I think they they figured out what it was they needed to address last year, and um, this looks like they might have. Uh, it might be a little better constructed in order to make a deep uh, deep postseason run. And I was just thinking about DiVincenzo chasing Terrence Ross around. He's he he bothers Terrence Ross um, based on anecdotally what I remember last year. Um, he's really good at, at sort of weaving his way through screens um, and 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 kind of like cutting off the angles. Um, for T. raw so that's a good matchup to keep an eye on tonight. Certainly, no,
0: it certainly is. Pat Connaughton got loose in the playoffs a couple of times. Yep. He's hit big shots. Uh, Wes Matthews, who's not with this team anymore, but you, you kind of catch a break there. But they're so good at finding the open shooters, and they've got a ton of them on, on this roster right now. Bobby Portis has been a great addition. He's so averaging nearly a double double. He's so excited for this opportunity to play on a winning franchise. And DJ Augustine, Jake, uh, we didn't get a chance to hear from DJ. I, I, If I know DJ like I think I do, he's a pro's pro, 33 years old. He understands this is a business. He also understands that he probably wanted to be here longer, I would guess. I I don't know that. Um, But whenever he leaves a team, he takes it upon himself to go back at that former team very hard. (laughs) So I would expect we've seen him do it in a magic uniform the last four years against all the other teams he's played against. He'll be fired up
1: tonight. Yeah, but it, there's like ten of them. <laughs> it doesn't He's, matter. He, he, he reserves special up. games for one every eight, eight games. Uh, that's right. When he plays But he's a guy, team. but we
0: we loved his time here in Central Florida. And, and I know he, you know, he, I know he loved his time here too. And now he gets a chance to, to really be productive on a champion, a championship contending team.
1: And we know how it works. Like, you know, you, you want to keep all free agents, especially guys who give as oh, much as, as DJ did. Um, but that's not the reality. But I think you knew how much, how valuable he was when he left. And you saw the tweets from Markel uh, and from Booch. I mean, he, he meant a lot to the guys in the locker room um just as much as he he meant to us he was great to cover um and it was every organization is better if they have a DJ Augustine around. That's as simple as I can put it. Correct.
0: I asked Pat Connaughton about it, and he said, I'd like to say I'm sorry we took him from you, but I'm not. I love having (laughs) him here in Orlando. I think that's how everyone feels. The front office loved him. The coach loved him. His players love him. I'm sure it's the exact same situation right now in Milwaukee. So, DJ Augustine, Giannis Adetokounmpo, the Milwaukee Bucks at 6-4, and taking on the Orlando Magic at 6-4 and tonight. Coming your way right now is Magic Tonight, presented by Papa John's. Jake Chapman will take that all the way up to the opening tip the Magic and the Bucks. We have it for you at 6.30 as well on the Magic Radio Network. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 o'clock right here from Magic Drive Time on 96.9 The Game. Jake Chapman with Magic Tonight comes your way right now.